This episode is brought to you by our album and single release social media game plan. This 30-day plan gives you the roadmap to build an effective social media strategy around your music and all of the assets to complete the plan. Welcome to the Wanda Creative Podcast, your guide to digital marketing. We'll be talking about everything from organic social media to paid advertising, as well as many other topics. So join us as we journey through the ever-changing world of digital marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Wander Creative Podcast. I have the one and only Matt Hadley with me. What is up? Hey, hey. Uh, this is Dan speaking as well. Um, very excited to be doing another one. Yeah, it's good to be back in the studio. It's been a while, so you want to update, I mean, the world, why we haven't been in. Yeah, I mean, well, by the time that even episode one releases, the um, you know, we will have already been through everything but um yeah we have my wife and i welcomed our first baby girl um so we basically recorded a batch i think episode like one two and three and four and five um all pre-baby and then it's been about six weeks since we've actually um, been recording and we're back in the studio now to hopefully finish up the back half of the season and, and get them going out for this fall so if anything in the first uh, few episodes references the summer or spring or anything that feels dated, it's because I had a baby <laughs> and uh, it kind of caused our production timeline to, to get pushed back just a little bit. But I, I, I think we try to make everything as evergreen as possible. So hopefully, yeah, uh, hopefully looking back, it's all good. She is so cute. So it was fun um, to have that, even though I've missed seeing some of the people, but um, yeah. So, you know, for those of you who know, Matt, started this company about a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, January of uh, 2012. So uh, if you're listening to this in 2032, hopefully two decades ago, hopefully we're still going at that point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> these, these have longevity to the exactly, podcast. Right. People are listening in yeah, tens of, you know, whatever. Because, you know, in a decade, there's not going to be enough content to, to listen to. So no, they'll run have out. To come back all the way back yeah. here. I think they'll run out by then. I don't think they're making <laughs> anymore. Um, so, you know, for those of you who kind of are aware of our story and stuff, um, you know, Matt, having started this company so long ago, there were so many, th you know, the name of this episode is having processes in place um, and that importance there. And, you know, you having started the company so long ago, you had to have processes in place. And so um, kind of before even diving in to kind of the questions um, that I have, when did you kind of start incorporating those? I mean, like that's a, yeah, like, like we mentioned, uh, it, it's been a while since we've last recorded the, the first batch of this season, but if I remember right, I'm pretty positive in one of the earlier episodes of this season, we, um, we talked about just kind of the growth of wander and how, when I started it, I kind of saw wander as, um, it almost was more of a freelance mentality of here is Matt Hadley. He is a freelancer. I just legally need something to kind of funnel all of the work through so that my taxes and everything can, can be um, ni nice and clean. And a few years in the snowball kind of started and I kind of reached this point of, Oh, I either need to take this and just say, I'm going to be a freelancer and we're going to, 
uh, keep going down that freelance road, or I'm going to actually grow this and try to scale this as an agency. And I made the decision to scale and grow as an agency. And that probably was 2015 ish, 20, somewhere, somewhere between 2014 and 2016. Um, and those first two years, it still was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants mm. and growth would come and it just was very, for lack of a better like way of saying it, it was like trying to push this giant stone up a muddy mountain. And I was just like, okay, I can't figure this out. And then all of a sudden, um, I, I had a buddy who came along and acts as, um, you know, he owns part of the business and acts kind of as a, a business developer, business mentor. And one of the things, one of the reasons I brought him into the fold was just to kind of be able to talk, especially early on, on how to to get beyond just me and and be able to kind of grow it into a little bit more of an actual sustainable business. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we realized was we can't scale in if it's just me. However, a lot of our clients at the time, at least, were coming to Wander because of me. Mm. They, they liked the work I did, whether it was on the creative side or the marketing side, and they wanted that kind of replicated. And so we started to think through, all right, well, how, obviously I only have 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so I can only do so much, but mm. how can we kind of replicate that and, and begin to scale the business so that we get results that are similar, but not in a way of having to have me in the clogs of every little, you know, little pinpoint and step point. And so that is when we, we kind of started to think through and when I kind of started to think through, okay, well, what are those processes that I use? Yeah. Yeah, If it's a creative project, my eye is going to be different than say your eye or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a, video contractor named Asa, his eye might be different for video than my eye is, but we can kind of blueprint and map out a process so that from when we get a client, we get a lead all the way to the end of a project or an end of a campaign, we can have those processes in place. Mm -hmm. And so it was really when um, we got I, w- I would consider our first quote unquote big client. Um, you know, this was the first client that kind of took us from any moment being able to collapse and have to go find a, um, go find a job at a coffee shop to, okay, we, we can get through this. Like we can actually kind of start to scale. We can kind of start to have new hires and, it was in that moment that I also realized, oh my goodness, like how, how am I going to actually mm. deliver the deliverables that I've promised for yeah. this client? And so that's, that's kind of when processes became a necessity. And I realized that was a very long winded uh, <laughs> way good. to say that. But well, yeah. I mean, I think something you said too, that was really interesting was like going, growing from just you. And like, I feel like that first large step, correct me if I'm wrong, seems like that's, that 
is one of the biggest steps and like oh, one yeah. of the most difficult. Like, kind of like you were saying, you know, these all have my stamp of approval on them. They came to me for work, not me to hand off to someone else. But then, like you said, kind of bringing other people into your work and mm-hmm. making that quality the same. Um, so, I mean, you've talked a lot about the process you've had in place. For those of us who don't know, like, you know, what what are processes and like, which ones should you incorporate, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny because you can kind of look at every, if you're running a business, you know, everything from how the actual work is done to how I want invoicing to happen to how I want um, even just communication with the client or, or sales funnel and sales leads, like how to nurture those. All of those can have its individual process. And it's actually something, you know, I I said that we started having processes, um, you know, this was probably two, three, four years ago now that we started to have processes put in place, but we're still, I'm still, it's, it's a work in progress. I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to actually implement all of these. So it started with, let's at least get an employee handbook and let's get kind of a vision for the future. And the reason those two things were the first steps of the processes was I I want myself and the people I'm working directly with to have a clear vision of where we are right now and what kind of the expectation is in this exact moment mm-hmm. and also where we are going. Yeah. And then I think you can have from there what we've started to um, and really what my hope for 2022 is um, because it, it, again, processes are always ever fluctuating is to then go through here is the life cycle of a client. And, you know, it, I know a lot of our listeners are, are artists and musicians. So that might look like, um, this might look very different than what it might look like for an agency like us or for a entrepreneur who is starting a new restaurant or a new merch, uh, merchandise line, um, jewelry store or something like that. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, the process kind of look at place, uh, looks similar in look at what the life cycle of your product is and say from the inception of a service, for instance, for us, one of our big things, your director of digital marketing, when someone comes to us and they say, I need a digital campaign, mm-hmm. what does that look like from day one to okay. when they come and say, I think I need a digital campaign to the moment that hopefully we achieved that digital campaign and got them extreme results. Yeah. What does that look like on a typical basis? Obviously there's always going to be variables, but then start to plot out and say, here are the steps. Here is how to replicate that. Here's that blueprint. And, and, and that's, that's kind of step one. And, Honestly, that that's still something that that we at Wander are are working and, and striving towards. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of where where it starts. Yeah, I like that you said that too because something that resonated with me even on my day to day is like a lot of times you bump into things and you're like, oh, there is a process there that should be, or like this should be the norm. Or sometimes it's you know it's either like, hey, we did this really smoothly. This needs to be how it goes from now on. Or like real moments where you're like, hey, this was not as smooth as it should have been and yeah. learning learning moment and, you know. Um, but yeah, I feel like kind of what you're getting to is like it's so much more efficient for your agency, for your job title. for And yeah. something I like that you said was, you know, even with the employee handbook, 
going through that, you know, we go through that like every year just Mm -hmm. to like refresh, you know, and, um, it's always great for me to see like the vision of where the company's going. Like you said, what are expectations of today? Like, yeah. So I've been able to experience it even as your employee, um, the benefits of it. So I think that's huge, you know? So you talked a little bit about why you should have processes in place. You kind of touched that in the first. Um, but I mean, what is, what would be like your elevator pitch for why someone would, should have an, uh, a process in place for their company, you know, or multiple. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, it helps you scale as, as a business leader, it helps you get out of the, the weed, so to speak. And it also just gives your, um, it, it gives your team a clear vision and a, a clear goal and objective of what they're trying to achieve. I, I think that's the short answer to, to expound upon it just a little. Um, I, I think one of the biggest things that I was worried about when I put process, well, at least the employee handbook in play was how would my team react mm-hmm. is I kind of was worried okay, well, we've gone at this point five, six, seven years, and, and some of my employees had been with me, uh, you included, for about a year, year and a half at that point before we even had this really in play. Mm-hmm. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, well, how is how are people going to actually respond to this? They've kind of had a free reign a little bit, so to speak, um, up to this point. Are they going to look at this and be like, why are we putting quote-unquote rules in place now? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong since you, you know, you, you experienced it, but I feel like what I actually experienced instead of that was we're actually grateful to be able to know what the expectations are and where we are going. And I think that's, you know, really what it comes down to is it gives you, you and your team, that clear vision and kind of that synergy and be able to parallel with each other to, to know what the expectations are and where you're going. Yeah, I think something that's that rung true with me about what you said was it kind of goes into a similar thing of like, you know, for a while. So we have vacation days now, but I remember when I started, it was kind of like, um, just be responsible with vacation days. And and I remember there was a conversation and like this learning moment of this kind of it. It, it helped to have like in writing what vacation days were because mm-hmm. then outside of that, it was like, well, should I? I don't. I don't know if I, but you know, when it's in writing, you're like, okay, I know what I'm allowed to take. Right. And I, you know, and, um, I think that is kind of an example of process in place that actually, when you said like, even though it's rules or not rules, but just written down Mm -hmm. ways that we function as a company, it actually frees us up as employees and as a company to live into those visions for, for, you know, wander creative and, um, yeah. So yeah, I think there's huge value and I've, I've seen a lot of actually freedom within our processes that you've set in place Yeah. rather than like restrictions. Like it's not that way. Right. And I think know? that at the end of the day, as a leader, whether I, I want to say it out loud or not, there are expectations that I have mm-hmm. that if I don't communicate those, then how can I expect anybody that I am leading to be able to know what those expectations are. And so, yeah, as an employee, like you said, when, when I say take vacation days as much as you need, 
but be responsible with it. Mm -hmm. That's really unfair in a way to you because you're like, well, what does that actually mean? That is basically, Mm -hmm. I have in my mind what that probably means. Yeah. But it doesn't actually say to you like that. That's, that's so much ambiguity of what does that actually mean? And then you are left trying to figure out what that means when Mm -hmm. reality, you should know what that means so that you can actually just do your work and not, not have to waste the time of, all right, does that mean 10 days? Does that mean 20 days? Does that mean 30 days? And yeah. Yeah. I mean, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I work two days a week and I take vacation days. the rest of the week, So it's pretty <laughs> sick. Um, no, that's really good. And so, I mean, kind of summarizing what we've talked about. I mean, it seems like there's processes in place for payment. There's processes in place for, you know, standards on how to communicate with clients on how you as a leader communicate to us as employees. You know, um, what would you say would be a simple way for our listeners to be able to kind of boil down, like how can I think through practical ways to put processes in place? Like what, where do they start? Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, this is an ongoing process. This Mm -hmm. is an ongoing um, kind of routine that I've been trying to do for really two or three years now. And Step one really was just laying out, here's the foundation, here's the baseline expectations. If if you are in a band, you might say, I expect you as a band member to be at rehearsals X amount of days before a tour. I might expect you to to block off X amount of days in your year. Like things that, that are just general expectations. Or if you are running a small business, I expect you to be in office X amount of hours per week, X amount of days per year. I expect you, like it basically is just expectations and whatever that foundational expectation is, start there. Mm -hmm. Just get that first thing done. And then from there, you can start to say, okay, here is what my process is going to be for sales. Here's what my process is going to be for a campaign. Here's what my processes are going to be for business administration, whatever that might be. You can then build out all those other processes, but really just start with whatever that baseline foundation is. And that that's step one. And that's, that's going to be the big clear clarity factor. Awesome. I love it. Um, great. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I mean, I know it's your podcast as well, but I had the privilege of talking with you about processes in place. Um, We're about to dive into our digital marketing quick tip of the week. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you will tune in with us again next week as we talk about uh, targeting the right audience. This week's digital marketing quick tip, set up processes in every area of your business so that you can scale your organization and create clear expectations for you and your entire team. Thanks for listening to the Wander Creative Podcast. We hope that today's episode inspired and equipped you to take on the ever-changing digital marketing landscape. If you missed anything from today's episode, don't worry. We took all of the notes for you. Access this episode's show notes at wandercreative.com slash podcast. And could you also do us a favor? 
Let us know that you loved this episode by following the Wanda Creative Podcast and leaving a positive review on whatever platform you consume podcasts. We'll catch you next time on the Wanda Creative Podcast. And until then, we hope that you make the most out of all that the digital world has to offer you.